Welcome to the Sneaky Plays Podcast, presented by Jokerback.com, the home of the underdog. Here are your hosts, Brian Contino, Dom Fierro, and Chris Morris. All righty then, welcome back to the Sneaky Plays Podcast after a long hiatus. Uh, we're glad to be back though. Um, Super Bowl week in Miami, which is awesome. Unfortunately, we're not in Miami, uh, which uh, is just a damn shame, but um, <laughs> awesome for the people that are. That's, uh, that's good stuff. It's probably, probably very nice down there, people smoking Cubans and relaxing on the beach in uh, late January to early February. Um, good for them. Um, but we, we come following a, a tragic loss of an all-star, a legend, a father. Um, Kobe Bryant passed away this Sunday and it's, uh, an absolute tragedy. Um, and, uh, all for his daughter too, Gianna and the other families that were affected, uh, just a terrible loss, and um, it's it's hard to be uppity up on a week like this when uh, when the Super Bowl is coming, and uh, you have a loss like this throughout the sports world and the world in general. Um, Morris, I'll start with you. How how did uh, how did this loss uh, affect you so far, and uh, what are some of your your favorite Kobe moments that uh, you've had throughout your life? Yeah, man, just just tragic. I mean, I can't think of a bigger tragedy to a sports icon. Um, certainly in our lifetimes with someone dying so young that had such an impact on so many people, so many people that never even met him, including us three and, you know, countless other millions around the world that, you know, it's, it's really amazing. You know, you really, you, you never feel more human than you do right now. Like someone that we never met um, could have this big of an impact on everybody, you know, just from you're, you're in third grade, you're throwing a piece of paper out in the trash can, you're, taking a fadeaway young Kobe, man. I mean, that's just, that's what he instilled himself in our, in our culture as. Um, and for me, I mean, I'm not sure if you guys, I think you probably know. Um, he went to high school right down the block um, from where I grew up, um, Lower Marion High School in suburbs of Philadelphia here. Um, it's actually my township. There's two high schools in the township, Lower Marion and Herodon. Um, I went to Herodon, even though Herodon was about 10 minutes from me. And uh, Lower Marion's literally like a five minute walk. It's like a, you know, quarter of a mile, third of a mile drive, um, spent, you know, countless hours there growing up, just going to play pickup hoops in the gym. Back when I was a swimmer, I would go swim there, you know, a couple nights a week growing up. Um, so, I mean, and, and just being around that school so many years, um, I mean, that's just all that anyone ever, ever talked about, you know, just Kobe, this Kobe, that and his jerseys and, you know, his accolades just hanging up on the walls. And a few years ago, back when I was in high school, when they renovated both high schools in the area, um, Kobe donated a ton of money, undisclosed amount to uh, renovate the gym there. And it's called the Kobe Bryant gymnasium. And it is one of the most spectacular gyms, high school, high school gyms that you will ever see. Um, and I plan, I think I'm going home on Friday. So I plan on, you know, driving by the, the, uh, you know, the front of the school and looking at the memorial and all the flowers and jerseys that everything's hung out there. So, you know, for me, being from here, being from the area where, you know, he, he grew up, you know, he was born in Philly, moved to Italy uh, when he was young, you know, because his dad went to play pro ball over there, but came back here uh, for high school and spent his high school years here. Um, so for me, you know, 
having been from this area too, I know how much Kobe meant to, to so many people here. Um, I saw the, the coach of the high school, Greg Downer, coach at Lower Marion, who is still the coach there to this day. Um, he's been the coach there for like 30 years. He coached Kobe. Um, they had a press conference and, and he could barely get through it. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it, it hits really hard, man. It, it's hitting all of us hard. And, um, you know, for a week like this, uh, it's the Super Bowl and it's, it's hard to imagine the Super Bowl being, you know, an afterthought. But, uh, I mean, so far, I'm sure, you know, when the game gets here on Sunday and, and we're going to talk about it tonight and we'll get pumped up and um, we'll have our thoughts on it. But, um, you know, it's, it's certainly it, – it's just an afterthought right now because of everything that's, that's going on with Kobe and, uh, and with Gigi and um, the other families that, who, who lost loved ones. Um, you know, and the worst thing about it with his daughter Gigi passing away, I mean, she just seemed to be his mini-me. I mean, they were always spotted courtside sitting together at Laker games, sitting at other games. Um, and, and he really, you know, you can see that his love for basketball was reinvigorated through her. Um, and, you know, it's really a shame that we lost her too, that, you know, we, we can't get to see her kind of carry on the, uh, the Bryant legacy. So, uh, yeah, just, just the tragedy all around. Yeah. To me, he felt like he was invincible. Like I thought he was invincible to this type of stuff, you know, like when I heard news, I was coming out, uh, I was driving home from Delaware and I thought at first it was like, no, it's fake. You know, this happens. People get reported dead all the time and whatnot. And then, you know, you hear, no, it's surreal. You know, it's real. I was on, uh, you know, listened to the radio and they had broke the news. And you're like, oh, how, then if there was anybody to survive it, you th- would think it'd be Kobe. You know, that's just the type of person I thought he was at least. You know, just a guy who <laughs> nothing, I mean, you saw him shoot two, three, fro- three throws, you know, the torn Achilles, countless broken limbs and sprained ankles and different things, just play through it. And it's just, it was just so tough to hear that, you know, he had passed away. Uh, but one thing I do you know, this is kind of a good memory for me of Kobe is I was at the gym one time and I'm on Facebook, just kind of screwing around while I'm lifting and I hear the story and it's, can't remember if it was like a year or two ago, but, he talks, he was on doing an interview and he's talking about how he's, you know, the Lakers on a road game and all the guys, the younger guys want to go out to the club. So they go to the club and, you know, they're like, Kobe's not going to come. Kobe's not going to come. And Kobe goes, I'm coming. <laughs> you know, and ah. so they go out to the club, uh, you know, they all get drunk, party, whatnot, besides Kobe, obviously, because that's not the type of guy he was. And they said <laughs> the next day, He's knocking on the hotel doors for all his teammates at four o'clock in the morning saying, you know, let's go. <laughs> We're going to the gym. And these guys are like, you know, it's four o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? We've just out. You know, we just got back a couple hours ago. And he's like, you, you want to, you wanted to party last night and that's fine. I'll do what you guys want to do. But remember we're here for work. This is business. So now it's time to work. You know, it's four o'clock in the morning. We're going to get shots up at one. And this is a day before a game and they're doing this. And to me, that's a good memory. I have Kobe to show what kind of person he was just to go out with them and then just to kind of that competitive side of him where no matter what he did, he wasn't going to let his teammates, you know, fall to pressure of going out and that kind of lifestyle. Like he wanted to win and he was going to do anything he had to to unite his team and, you know, win the games. And I think that speaks to him as a person just to hold his teammates accountable and whatnot, you know, and it's crazy that he's gone. Yeah, the I was gonna say one thing. Um, 
he uh like it's really crazy he truly i mean just ate breathed and slept basketball um and you know certainly you know he he, uh, modeled himself after jordan um and jordan did the same stuff but jordan you know he did other things like he played golf he you know gambled he went out to the club he you know he socialized more where kobe was really just just basketball man just 24 7 that's all he did forever um you know until his 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 kids got older um and it seemed like he matured a little bit in his later years and you know certainly after he retired expanded um you know his ideas and and his life into into other aspects but I mean, when he was playing, he, he really could care less about anything else um, just other than, you know, working hard and working on his game and playing hoops. Um, and I thought, you know, I don't know if you guys saw Allen Iverson's Instagram post after, um, but obviously, you know, those two were close. They came out in the same year and both had deep ties to Philly too. Um, and AI, you know, it said he recalled a story from their rookie year from the first time that the Sixers went out to go play the Lakers there. Um, and they were both, you know, just young kids, fresh out of, you know, Kobe fresh out of high school, AI fresh out of college. Um, and they went to dinner and everything and, you know, hung out for a few hours at night. Um, and then Kobe went to, to go drop AI off back at the hotel he was staying at. Um, and Kobe asked him, uh, what, are you, what are you doing for the rest of the night? And AI said, going to the club. And AI asked Kobe, what are you doing for the rest of the night? And he said, going to the gym. And, you know, not to make light, but that sort of just symbolized each of those two guys' careers. Um, as great as AI was, you know, AI loved the party and go out and spend money. And all Kobe wanted to do was just be in a gym with the basketball and a hoop. And that's all he needed. Yeah. And, you know, to me, it speaks volumes about the type of person he was when the whole world, you know, stands still and is grieving some, you know, 99% of the people in this world never met Kobe. And yet every single person I think, you know, who knew of Kobe Bryant has, in some way is grieving this loss and had, you know, a crappy Monday going to work or, you know, crappy week right now, just thinking about it, you know, like the whole, just think about that. The whole world has stood still because of his death. Yeah. Yeah, There's, there's not many people in the world that are, that are like him. Um, I think for me, it's, it's just, it's unbelievable that, um, you know, he's, he's a basketball player, right? And you think, oh, okay, you know, basketball players will look up to him. He's a basketball player. But it wasn't just basketball players. It was every athlete, you know, growing up. I mean, you know, I was a baseball player and a hockey player, but I, I still love watching Lakers games. I, you know, I didn't care about the NBA, but if the Lakers were on, I was going to try to watch them because Kobe Bryant was on the floor and, you know, he was working harder than everybody else. Um, and, you know, he just – what he meant for the world and what he meant for the city of Los Angeles too. I mean, a city that, you know, just breathes sports, um, you know, that's what brings them together. And, and Kobe brought together an entire city. Um, and obviously he brought together a city even after his death, you know, they're still on the streets of LA outside Staples, you know, remembering him and for the great person he was and the great athlete he was. So, um, I mean, my favorite memory of him was, uh, in college, his last game, I remember, you know, gathering around with a bunch of my bunch of wrestling friends, kids that wrestled in college, but we all gathered around to watch Kobe's final game. And I just thought it was incredible that he could bring athletes from across the board. I mean, hockey players, lacrosse players, wrestlers, baseball players to, I mean, I wouldn't watch the last game of anybody else like that. You know, he was someone that obviously grabbed your attention. Um, 
I mean, he was, he wrote books, he made films. He, I mean, just an incredible overall talented person in every single way. So, um, you know, rest in peace to him and rest in peace to Gianna. I mean, she had a future, um, and probably going to play for UConn and then WNBA. And, uh, I think for me, you know, obviously Kobe's death is sad, but the, the death of those three young teenagers was, uh, something that really affected me. Um, and uh, it, it's hard to get through this week without without choking up, thinking about how their futures were just ripped from them. Um, and it, it's it's really awful. But um, alas, we must move forward. And I think Kobe would want that, you know, people moving forward and um, going through life, you know, working hard and um, being the best person that that they can be. So um, uh, before we get started for before the Super Bowl stuff, we'll uh, we'll take. Uh, 24 seconds of uh, a moment of silence and um, and we'll get started. All right, thanks, guys. Um, we'll, let's get started on the Super Bowl. Um, best game of the year. Uh, you know, everyone's watching. Uh, even people that don't watch one single second of football are, are tuned into the television uh, on Sunday night around 630, uh, mostly for the commercials. But uh, for, us, for us, it's the football. Um, we got the 49ers and, and the Chiefs in Miami for, for this lovely game. Uh, Chiefs are favored by one and a half with a 54 and a half point over under. Um, but we're here for DraftKings first. Um, it will be the showdown captain mode uh, for this game because there's only one game, obviously. Um, we'll each go through our lineups and uh, see where we agree and disagree. Um, Dom, we'll, we'll start with you. Um, what's your lineup looking like? Do you, do you think you might make some tweaks before Sunday? And uh, who's in the captain spot? Well, first, let me start off with this. This is another sad Super Bowl to watch that my Green Bay Packers aren't in it. Oh, jeez. After uh, <laughs> laying in it, another game, another big game, they've laid in it again. You know, obviously, it didn't go well. I can't stand the 49ers. I absolutely hate the 49ers. <laughs> uh, you know, it doesn't just stem from this loss that they just, just suffered the NFC Championship. But it stems from when Kaepernick ran for over 200 yards against them in 2012 or 2013 uh, when they lost at Lambeau <laughs> on a game-winning field goal the next year. You know, so I hate the 49ers. Uh, I just had to throw it out there first. But star of my lineup, you guys know I'm a big kicker guy when it comes to the captain spot. So that's what I have this week. Uh, I got Bucker for the Chiefs coming in uh at my captain's at 6300 i just think that's a value pick you know i expect a lot of points scored you know for the chiefs and i think having bucker there is just going to pay off even though you know yeah you get he kicks an extra point it's only one and a half points but you know those things add up and it kind of gives you a spot for later on you know in your lineup going in next i have uh patrick holmes 12,600 uh, George Kittle at 8,400. I got Mozart at 9,400. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders at 5,200. And that leaves me with 8,100 left. 
So this is where I wanted to kind of have your guys' opinion on this. So the highest value guy that I can have left is Jimmy G at 8,000. So I was thinking leaning to him. I don't know what you guys think about that. Uh, but to me, I think that's a good pick. You know, two quarterbacks, I expect a lot of points. So uh, I think that's about the best pick for me. But I would love to get your guys' opinion on that. Yeah, well, who are the other options you got, you know? Uh, Debo, Debo Samuel, Sammy Watkins. I mean, well, I, I after like, that, after yeah. that, I wouldn't you know include anybody really. I like Garoppolo. Um, I certainly think you know they're going to have to throw the ball more to win this game, and they're and they're going to throw the ball more. I mean, that's just 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 realistic. Um, me personally, I I'm a huge Sammy Watkins guy in this game. Um, he quietly had a huge AFC Championship against the Titans, um, and you know what the, what what the Niners are going to do. They're going to sell out to do everything they can to, you know, you're not going to stop, but you can try to limit um, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. So, you know, I expect the Chiefs to, they're going to go a lot of, you know, three, four wide receiver sets, spread the, spread them out, try to, you know, gun the ball over the field against the Niners, similar to what they've been doing. Um, and I think Watkins could be a huge beneficiary of that again. So if you're, if you're thinking of anyone instead of Jimmy G, I would go Watkins. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's I get it. I don't love him either, and he's not consistent. But, you know, you can see these flash-in-the-pan guys that, you know, kind of just turn it on for a couple games and have their, you know, their big moment in, you know, big-time playoff games. I mean, he, he was huge against the Titans. I think he had over 100 yards. He had the long kind of game-sealing touchdown in the fourth quarter. Um, he really had a good game, and I think he, you could see that again on Sunday. Top, top of my head, I believe Watkins is averaging 135 yards in the playoffs so far. Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, he, had a huge, he had a huge game against the Texans, too. I mean, that one's tough for me. Uh, between Jimmy G and, and Watkins, if I had to pick straight up, I'd probably go with Watkins. Um, I just don't know if, if Jimmy G is going to be explosive enough. He's, to me, he seems like he's going to get around between 9 and 11 points. Um, and I believe Watkins' ceiling is – 25 points so um that, that that one's a tough tough one for me i think if you were afraid of getting the zero i would go with jimmy g if you're not afraid of getting that zero i would i would probably go with uh with Watkins. well you guys have kind of convinced me on Watkins. so so my finalized lineup and i don't expect it to change unless there's an injury uh is bucker a captain and then mahomes kittle mozart sanders and Watkins. all righty I don't, I don't know how I feel about Sanders. Yeah, I don't either, actually. That's my other gripe. I'm kind of going back and forth with him and somebody else right now. Well, this is, this is my thinking with Sanders is that if you really look at it, if you want a guy who's low value, can, you know, low risk, high reward pot kind of guy, it's Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, no, because after that, I mean, at 5,200, he's a steal. So, to me – that's why I have him in my lineup. I can definitely see why you wouldn't want him in the lineup. Yeah, no, nah, I was just kind of kind of seeing where your head was at. Um, obviously, his his talent is there. I just I'm not sure where he's been. You know, the last uh, last few games. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of just been Mostert, and uh, when Mostert was uh, sick, it was Coleman and Kittle. Even barely got any touches. So, um. And I mean, Kendrick Bourne, I believe, scored a touchdown against the Vikings. Uh, I mean, just not sure where Sanders has been. But this is a big game, a big stage that he's been on before. So I, I could see him have, having a decent day, and uh, I don't hate it. 
Yeah, I just it's I'm with you, Tino, on Sanders. Just kind of the the production has just kind of been lackluster, and obviously they haven't had to throw the ball much, and it's been a lot of Mostert. Um, and Kittle certainly, I think, will be a play for all of us because um, if Garoppolo is gonna gonna win this game and gonna throw for a lot of yards, you know that Kittle's gonna have a big day. Um, I kind of like you know another Niners receiver, two well, two of them actually. Um, Debo is obviously priced higher because he's been really, I mean, he's been their best whiteout, you know, the last month or so. Um, but I would even consider Kendrick Bourne at 3,400 over, over Sanders. Um, Bourne gets a lot of looks in the red zone. Um, he had a decent season. Uh, I think he had more red zone. I read somewhere he had more red zone touchdowns and targets than, uh, than Sanders did. Um, so he's only at like 3,400, I think. So, you know, if you're looking to fill a last slot and really beef up on other positions, I think I think he could be a possibility. Uh, yeah, no, I would, I would have to agree, agree, Morris. Uh, I don't know what you think, Tom. I don't know too much about him. I didn't really watch any, you know, other than the Packers game against the 49ers. I didn't watch really that game against the Vikings. Uh, but I would rather stick with Sanders over that, over Bourne. All right, Morris, uh, what's your lineup looking like? All right, well, I am also following the Dom kicker template. There we uh, go. I convinced somebody. <laughs> finally. Oh, man. Oh, it, man. It is the right move this week uh, just because I think that, yeah, I, I, there's going to be a decent amount of points in this game. Um, and I kind of like Chiefs, and I like their offense more. So I'm taking Butker as well. Uh, it's the best way to fit, you know, the, the rest of your pieces in the lineup. Um, and as we know, kickers are quietly valuable in fantasy. Um, you know, they'll get all those extra points and, you know, you got to assume there'll probably be a couple field goals kicking this game too. So 6,300 for Butker as the captain. Um, I think I got to lock that one in. Um, obviously next pick Mahomes 12, uh, 12,600, but you know, who cares what his price is with the way he's playing right now, fully back to last year's MVP Mahomes. He's really just been kind of taking everyone's breath away the last two weeks, what he's done in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I expect him to have a huge, huge day again, fantasy-wise. Um, even if they lose the game, he's going to throw for 300 yards and a couple touchdowns regardless. Um, certainly Kelsey, too, um, the tear he's been on. Um, three touchdowns, obviously, against Houston in the first playoff game. Didn't do as much against Tennessee, but wasn't needed to. Um, yeah, and I just think, I mean, it, it, you can get some tight ends matched up down the field against the Niners. Um, I remember Jared Cook, you know, kind of went off against them back earlier in the year, uh, that Saints game. Um, yeah, and I mean, even last week, like Jimmy Graham, you know, had a big catch, got tackled at, or two weeks ago, whenever that was, um, got tackled at like the half-yard line, but that would have been a long touchdown touchdown catch too. Um, so that's the one thing about this Niners defense that I think can be had. The, the pass rush is great. They're really fast, obviously, but, you know, you can throw the ball downfield on them. Um, and I certainly expect Mahomes and Kelsey to hook up for some big plays. Um, and also Sammy Watkins, like I said before, I got him in there at 7,000. Um, really quietly been the unsung hero of these playoffs. 114 yards and a touchdown last week or two weeks ago against the Titans. Um, I, I'm not saying you're going to get that kind of production again, but I certainly think he's going to get targets with, with Kelsey and Hill, you know, being double teamed at times. Kelsey will, will, will get his numbers just because he's Kelsey and he's that great. Um, but I certainly like Watkins a lot this week and, you know, I, I would, I don't have Hill in my lineup, um, partly for pricing reasons, but also I could see Watkins having a more productive fantasy game than him too. Um, George Kittle, I also got 8,400 best, best receiver on the Niners. Um, 
kind of you know didn't was was quiet in the Vikings and Packers playoff games because they didn't really need him to do much. Um, only a handful of targets, but I, I certainly think in this game, um, you know, with both teams more, more than likely throwing the ball a lot, um, I could actually see neither team having too much success on the ground this, in this game. Um, and I think Kittle Kittle certainly will be unleashed this week. Um, and then my last guy, I got uh, Kendrick Bourne, who I just talked about, 3,400. Um, I do have some money to spare, so I'm open to, to any more idea, ideas here. Um, I have 2,700 left over. Um, but I do kind of like the lineup that I have. I like Bourne as a sleeper. I realize I'm kind of going outside the grain here with Bourne and with Watkins. Um, but I think those are two guys that can sneakily have a lot of success in this game and make more players than people think. I don't see a reason to pick anybody under, you know, you want to ride with Bourne, that's fine. But uh, under, you know, $5,000, I see no one really valuable at that. Demarcus Robinson, maybe? I see, I see value down there. I do too, yeah. Uh, Breda, I, think, I mean, you know, like Coleman, how healthy is he going to be? Like, he just, he just dislocated his shoulder. You know, Breda's their second running back. He's at 3,200. I I just don't see personally don't see a lot of value after you know five thousand dollars. I'm not particularly I'm with you, Tino. I, saying I that it. I see value, but I do see look. It's the Super Bowl, man. Like there's going to be at least one play drawn up for Demarcus Robinson. There's going to be a play drawn up for Kendrick Bourne. There's going to be a play drawn up for Miko Hardman. Like I mean, these are explosive players. You know what I'm saying? So you know they might not get eight to ten targets or anything like that, but I mean, me Cole Harmon could break a hundred yard return at any point in the game, and that's sixteen fancy points right there, you know. So oh, Harmon, yeah, I didn't even think of him. You're right. Yeah, I mean, he's he's someone that I've that I've looked at. Um, it's it's hard to put him in the lineup, you know, the way I have it right now. But uh, I see value under five thousand. I mean, I I think there's more value in Kendrick Bourne at thirty four hundred than there is at uh, with Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, I'm with you there on that one, Morris. Yeah, just Sanders, you know, he, he just can't be relied on, I don't think. And, you know, what these teams are going to try to do, I think, um, you know, they're going to they're gonna take out somebody. And, you know, I'm kind of banking on Kelsey and Kittle having the big days and Sanders and Hill, more so Sanders, because Hill's obviously just better. Um, but I could see those guys being limited a little bit. And uh, you could definitely go to the bottom of the barrel. I love the Hardman pick. I, I totally didn't think of that. Um, cause you'll get, you know, those points if he, if he busts a kick return loose too, which could easily happen. Um, you know, he'll get a long return every week and you never know what he can take it all the way to the house. Um, and yeah, like we said, I mean, they're going to, you know, they're going to do everything they can to cover these other guys. So we know Andy Reid's going to put as much speed on the field as possible. And, uh, Hard, Hardman could certainly reap the benefits of that. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go through my lineup. Um, I do not have a kicker. Uh, as my captain, Ugh. um, but that's not saying I don't have a kicker in my lineup. So, uh, but first, first, I got I got Raheem Mostert as my captain at four at fourteen thousand one hundred. Um, I mean, if he puts up any type of numbers like he did against the the Green Bay Packers, um, you could be in for a big day. And I, I was discussing with Dom prior to uh, you hopping on Morris that uh, I mean, if one of these guys goes absolutely berserk. I mean, it doesn't matter who who else you have. You know, they get the one point five multiplication to the to their score, and uh, you know they'll leave you in the dust. Um, 
so I, w- I was actually, you know, flipping back and forth between him, him and Mahomes because I think Mahomes is guaranteed 25 points straight up. So, you know, you, you do the, the one, uh, the multiplication and he has, he has a good day there. Um, even with his price, but, uh, I'm gonna stick with Mostert for now. Um, obviously Mahomes is in my lineup at 12,600. Uh, he's worth every single penny. Like I said, in either the captain slot or the regular slot, George Kittle, uh, I think he's been our consistent player, him and Mahomes in our, each of our lineups. Uh, I think he's going to have a good day. Um, and right now I've, I've, ha- I've Harrison Bucker in here. He's my kicker. Um, I think he's going to have a good day too. He's averaging 10 points a game fantasy wise. So, um, pretty decent. And then here's where it gets tricky. I don't know if it's between a couple of players, Mikol Hardman um, or Kendrick Bourne. I can't decide right now. Maybe you guys can help me out with that. And then I have Sammy Watkins slotted in here too. So um, it's, it's a tough, tough decision. Wait, you, you, you have Watkins in already? I have, I have Watkins in, yeah. But okay. right now it's Mikol Hardman or Kendrick Bourne. Um, I'm, I don't know if I should go with uh with either one um with me cole harman i have fifteen hundred dollars left and then that's pretty much what pays for kendrick Bourne. so i'm up in the air in those two yeah that is a tough one i didn't i just picked Bourne really without even scrolling down to look at hardman because i just <laughs> figured there was nobody else down there um i don't know that's intriguing um hardman hasn't really gotten a ton of action offensively uh, recently, even though he is a big threat to take one back to the house, and you never know when he could, you know, for the amount of plays that he's out there on offense, too, he could always bust one. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I probably still go boring because I'll get more snaps. Um, and I could see the Niners kind of, you know, I think they're going to, their drives are going to be more long drawn out. Um, and Bourne was a good red zone target, had six touchdowns this year. Um, including one in the playoffs against the Vikings. So I would probably lean Bourne, but I don't think you can – I think as a last spot, as a bargain pick, um, I, I like both of them. I don't think you can go wrong with either one. Yeah, I mean, I would probably say Bourne. Um, you know, I'd stay with him. He seems to be the general consensus between all of us anyways. Uh, so I would stay with him. A lot of Kendrick Bourne love. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I, bless you, Morris. Um, <laughs> No, I think he he does have a red zone presence, you know, and yes, he's gonna, exactly. he's going to be the last guy that Kansas City's thinking about, you know, when when they get into the red zone. But he is on the field, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see. I mean, if he catches a touchdown, there's his value right there. So you know, it's uh, yeah, I think you've convinced me. I think Miko Hardman is more of a you know uh, a risk than Kendrick Bourne would be. Um, but either way, I. Th- Here's where I'll agree with you, Dom. There's risk under under uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Like everyone else, it's a risk down there. But I think a lot a lot of high ceilings as well. Yeah, it's you know, it's what you determine you know as a DraftKings player uh, in the risk reward category. And you know, for me, it's I have a little higher opinion on Emmanuel Sanders. And for you guys, it's you know Kendrick Bourne. So. It's all the. It all depends on who you think has a higher ceiling for you and your lineup, you know. And for all our lineups, I mean, we had Mahomes, Kittle, uh, most Moster, Bucker, you know, Watkins. So it's just that one spot really that you you know. Other than that, everything's the same. <laughs> other than maybe the position for you, Tino. 
with your captain spot. Yeah. And I've also been going back and forth to myself. It's like, do I, Travis Kelsey, like, I feel like I need to get him in my lineup somehow. Um, but yeah, it's just tough. You it's just got to get Kelsey in, I feel like. It's like, do you want to pay for Kittle or Kelsey? And for me, it's Kittle, but I'm still like, damn, Kelsey is so talented and he might end up throwing a touchdown because he can throw the ball well and he can rush. Like, I don't know. It's a lot of, a lot of talent in this game. So it's, uh, it's tough to make a lineup, but I think we had a few consistent players, like Dom said, you know, between Mahomes, uh, Mahomes, Kittle, Mostert, you know, these are guys that definitely are going to get the ball a lot and have a lot of yards. So um, definitely, definitely need to go with some of those guys. I was just going to ask, you guys both did have Mostert in your lineups, right? Yes. Yeah, Mostert was my captain. I do not. Um, oh, I thought you did. I did not have Mostert, no. But, and I do ever, I don't, I just don't think he's going to have as good of a game. I think the Chiefs are quietly pretty good against the run and have been for a while now. I mean, they're the first team to stop Derrick Henry in over two months. And I sort of think a similar fashion is going to play out in this game. I think Jimmy G is going to have to win it. I think they're going to have a lot of passing attempts and he'll probably throw for a lot of yards. Um, but I don't see Mostert really having the same. Cause you know, he's a good player and obviously he had a historic game against the Packers, but I don't think – obviously, that's not going to happen again, but I don't think he's going to be a huge factor in this game. i got to be honest. It could be a hot take, but I, I, I don't love him in this game. Uh, I tend to agree with you. I, you know, Obviously, he's not going to have the game he had against the Packers. Uh, but I do think that at some point he'll have a you – know, I think he'll have a decent game. Obviously, not 200-yard rushing game, but I'd rather be on the right side of him in my lineup just in case he does go off than not have him in my lineup at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you not to pick him. I'm just saying that, I don't know. I would, I, I wouldn't put him in like the surefire locks, like, you know, like Mahomes and, and Kelsey and Kittle. Um, and who else did we, did we all have? Were those the only th- other three guys? I don't think we all had Watkins, right? Did you have Watkins, Tino? Yeah, I had Watkins. Did have Watkins? Um, okay, we all have Watkins. And nobody, did anybody have, have Tyreek? No, I did not have Tyreek. Kind of, that's kind of shocking. I think his price is a little too high, um, just because he hasn't been insane like he was, you know, in previous seasons. So right. I do think he's going to have a big play, a couple big plays. But I don't know. I I feel like saving that four thousand and using it for both covering both Mahomes' pay and Kittle's pay, I think is worth it um, because Watkins has just as much of a ceiling as Tyreek Hill does. So um, that's kind of where my head was at with it. But obviously as the days go by, like <laughs> I could easily change my mind, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, Right. His talent, his talent is absurd. So, um, all right. Well, a lot of good thoughts there. And obviously it's, it's tough to pick DraftKings lineups when there's only one game, you know? So uh, um, it's, uh, this game is going to be awesome and, and we'll discuss it right now. Uh, We'll do uh, – you guys want to do props first or predictions first? Let's hit some props. <laughs> all right. I'll, props, I'll, get me, props get me pumped. All right. I'll, I'll hit some DraftKings props right now. Um, it's a prop pool that they got going on. Um, and uh, all right, we'll start with you, Morris. Uh, will the coin toss be heads or tails? Who? I'm going to go heads. Tails seems too good to be true. I'll go heads. I will also go with heads. 
clean sweep. I'm going heads. Wow. Not a tails guy. I've always been no, heads. Not a tails guy. Yeah. I've soured on tails over the years. <laughs> All right. We'll move on to uh, who will score the first rushing or receiving touchdown of the game. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I'll make it easy. Uh, Kittle, Kelsey, Hill, Mostert, Williams, or the field. Let me go Kelsey. Taking them in this game, I think the Chiefs get out to a lead. Unlike the last two games, I'll go Kelsey. I'm going to go the field. That's I was thinking that, uh, but I'm going to go with Mostert. Um, I've 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 confidence in him this week. Um, all right, will any player score two or more rushing or receiving touchdowns? Hmm. Um, this one's tough. Will anyone have two or more rushing or receiving touchdowns? Yeah. So it's yes or no. Right. Um, I'm going to go yes. I think somebody will have more than one. Yeah, I'm going to go with yes also. I'm going to go with yes too. I'm going to yes. We could look really dumb. We That's could. That's a tough one. Very we're well all going to go yes. <laughs> I, I hope this game's like 13 to 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Just, it's complete opposite well, of what people think. Yeah, exactly. Just Let's uh, just hope it's better than last year. I think it will be. All right. This, this might be uh, one of my favorite bets right here. Who will have more receiving yards? Travis Kelsey or George Kittle? Ah, man. Um, I will actually go with Kittle because I think he – I think the Chiefs have more weapons, and even though Kelsey's going to have a big game and could have maybe more touchdowns, I think Kittle will take – he'll take that one in yards. Yeah, I'm going to go Kittle also. I think they're going to need him big if they want to have any chance of winning this game. Yeah, this one's tough for me, but I'm going to roll with George. Clean sweep again. Yeah. Wow. I don't like this. We're all agreeing. Well, there is there is a tie option. Should I take that? Oh, <laughs> what are the odds on that one? Does it have odds on it? Oh, I don't, no. It's it's uh, you have to like hit all the props. Yeah, okay. I, I don't yeah, have the sure. odds for it. We will. I'll find the odds option. and I'll I'll put it on our I'll put it on our Twitter. Oh, I love that. That'll be great. <laughs> um. All right. Which team will have the most rushing yards? Niners or Chiefs? Who? Um. You know what? I'm gonna. Go outside the grain here. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I think uh, I think because I think they're gonna be controlling the game more. Um, if they can get up, they'll run the ball more. And I like the Mahomes factor running the ball. He's shown a really good you know job and picking his spots and willingness to run in these playoffs. Uh, and I think that'll continue on Sunday. I'm gonna go Chiefs solely on the jet sweeps. I think there's gonna be a lot of jet sweeps. The oh, Ty- Tyree kill and. Sure. Uh, so I think that's what sets the men amongst the boys in this one. Nah, I'm I'm rolling with the 49ers, man. I mean, the rushing attack is just it's too good for me. And um, I, while the Chiefs have been a little bit better, and they they deterred Henry from having a huge day, I mean, he still had like 90 something yards. So um, I think with multiple weapons for the Niners running the ball, I, I like the Niners having more yards. Um, I do see your point though with Mahomes you know, picking his spots. I think he'll, he'll have a decent amount of rushing yards uh, on Sunday. Um, and it leads to this question, which player will have the most rushing yards? Williams, Mahomes, Mostert, uh, Coleman, Brita. Oh, um, 
I don't love anybody around the ball in this game. I got to be honest. <laughs> um, I'll go Damian Williams. I'm going to go with Mahomes. Wow. I'm going to go with Mostert. I, I don't know why. Where's your lack of confidence with him, man? I mean, he – their run game, their blocking. I just – I know. I just I, – I think the Chiefs defense is, is built for this. I think they've done a good job recently. And, you know, they if you can shut Derrick Henry down, I think you can shut anybody down. I despise. Shut down, but just, just, just hold, you know, and contain. I despise Mozart, so I'm just <laughs> this is just Adam. This is just pure penny. Pure, pure, pure spite. Yeah. That's what this is. Pure hatred for the Niners from Tom. Um, all right, we'll move on. Um, defensive side here for this one. Which player will have the most tackles? Uh Bosa, Sherman, Sorensen, Fred Warner, or Quan Alexander? I'll go Fred Warner. Guys all over the field all the time. I'm gonna go with I know it's probably not an option, so I'm not going to answer this one, but I hope they all have zero tackles. And <laughs> I hope Richard Sherman is on the bench because he has no tackles, and I can't stand that guy either. Uh, but I'm going to go with just – We get it. You hate the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just going to go with no one. I, I refuse right. to answer the question. <laughs> I'm going to roll with the surprise. I'm going to go with Daniel Sorensen. Uh, plays a lot. And he plays special teams, so um, more opportunities for him to make tackles. Um, all right. How many receiving yards will Tyreek Hill have under 60? Um, man, there's a lot of options here. Under 60, 61 to 70. Ah, let's just do this. Under 60 or over 100? Um, under 60. Yeah, under 60 also. Yeah, I'm going to take under 62. Wouldn't be surprised if you had a touchdown, though. Yeah, me neither. All right, Mahomes. Uh, let's, I'll just settle this at uh, over-under of 300. Uh, over. Over. I think he keeps it up. Um, they throw for a ton of yards because it's going to be a high-scoring game, so over. Yeah, I'm going to go way over. Yeah, I have a feeling he hits like 375. To 400 yards. I think he goes bonkers. Um, okay, and this this one is a little tough. How many passing yards will Jimmy G have? And I'll set it at 260. Uh, I'm going to go over there as well. I think it's going to be a shootout between both these quarterbacks. It's where I'm where I'm angling my uh, my picks on this game. So I'll go over for Jimmy G as well. Yeah, I'm also going to go over. I'm going to take the under just to be different because we can't keep having clean sweeps. Um, let's see. Uh, will there be a defensive or special teams touchdown scored? Um, no. There will be some turnovers, but no, no on the touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to go with yes. Uh, I think there will be a punt return. For a touchdown. Yeah, I'm going to roll with a Chiefs uh, special teams touchdown. All right. All right, this is a good one. What color will the Gatorade bath be on the winning coach? Here they have on DraftKings, they have red, orange, blue, clear, or lime green slash yellow, um, or other. 
So I actually have <laughs> some insight into this one that I was going to share with you guys. Was can, can we break this? You already told us. Can we break this on? Uh, Are we allowed to I break did, this? Yeah, I, I, don't know, allowed? I don't know if we're allowed to. I wouldn't, I wouldn't come. Uh, should, should we, should don't we not mention break the source. it to the public? I would not mention the source. But right, say I will not mention the source here. Right. Anonymous from source here. An anonymous source close to someone, close to, close to one team has indicated to me that the color of the Gatorade will be, if, if one team wins, let me be clear on that too. This is not for both teams. If you're selecting the Niners to win the game, you should take other. <laughs> I won't even tell you the color. I'm just going to say it's none of those colors and take other. I'm going to take other regardless. I, I like to be, uh, I, probably has the worst odds and, the realm of sports betting anyways i know this is just a this is a pool but you know i'm taking other i'm gonna take other as well just for the odds um because picking just a single color is it, it seems difficult to do so i'm gonna I'm I'm choose other and uh <laughs> lock in that other lock it in um i've i've seen a color uh starts with a p go for <laughs> Maybe. Plus twenty two hundred in some Maybe spots, not. so um, that that might be the, the color. Uh, hint, hint. It's not pink. Um, all right, who will win the Super Bowl MVP? Who? The Mahomes. I think he's the best going right now. I think uh, I'm going with Mahomes, man. None can stop him. Yeah, I'm also gonna say Mahomes. Nothing fun about our about those picks, but yeah, I think it's I think it's the right thing to do. I'm gonna go, man. Do I want? Do I pick Mahomes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, go against the grain. I know you even want to pick Mahomes, but you know what? I'm I'm picking Mostert. I'm All picking right, Mostert. All right, you, the Mostert stand. Picking Mostert. Um, Kittle seems enticing too, but it's hard for a tight end. It's hard for a tight end to win. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mostert. That's one. I guess I. I, can't I doubt it. Yeah. Um, all right. So, some good props there. Um, some other ones are what like. Uh, um, ooh, here's national here's a fun anthem. one. Here's a fun one. Yeah, yeah, national anthem. I think the last I saw was a minute twenty four. My my longer. My, I think. longer? Yeah, Which, apparently, apparently she's a slow singer, Demi. She's she's gone over. I think like the normal is like a minute thirty something or a minute twenty eight, and she's gone over five of the last six times she sang it, with the last oh. time being over two minutes. I think yeah, I thought I saw like one fifty six somewhere. I, I couldn't. I could just be. She like, averages. Oh. She averages about one fifty six, one fifty five. All right, let's let's set it at one forty five, and we'll we'll confirm um on a prior to the game um. Set it at 145. I'm going to go over. I think Demi drags this one out. It's the Super Bowl. She wants to stay in that spotlight as long as possible. Yeah, I'm also going to say over. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take the over on that too. Um, and then this is a good one. Halftime, will there be uh, a piece of clothing uh, removed oh, God. from, from someone on stage? <laughs> um. 
who's performing at halftime again? Oh I, my no, god! This, this is how little I care about this stuff. Is it J Lo? J Lo and Shakira. J-Lo, that's right. Oh yeah. How could I? How could I forget that? And Shakira. You can't forget oh, I, her either. Yeah. I'll be locked right. in. I'll be uh, locked yeah. in. Now I will be locked in. This isn't your run of the mill. You know, the Who or or Paul McCartney. No disrespect to those hey, guys. Don't disrespect the Who. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Paul. Um. Uh, they have enough class, I think. Shakira's the wild card. J Lo, you know, A Rod might might dump her if if she shows some skin. So she'll be uh she'll be more reserved. Uh, Shakira has a chance, I guess. Maybe I'll say no. I'll say I'm going to say yes, and I think it's going to be during "Hips Don't Lie" when it happens. <laughs> wow, <sighs> I'm I'm going to say bold prediction. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, but uh, <laughs> Tommy let, perv. Let's say I, let, let's saying. say I, oh man, there's I'd be somewhat that, thrilled if there's a song that's gonna happen during it's gonna be hips don't lie. Oh, I said I, Paul McCartney, R.I.P. Too, he's not dead. I'm not. No, no, John Lennon's dead. Yes, yeah, John, I'm, I'm, now I'm off. Now I'm I'm going out of my range here. I shouldn't be talking about these guys. All right, all right. Last last fun prop. Um, the first commercial after the first timeout during the game? Oh, um, Doritos. They always still seem to steal the show here. I'm going to go with Budweiser. No, no, not Budweiser. Uh, I'm going to go with Bud Light and the night commercial. <laughs> I'm, man, this one's tough. Because I, I feel like Budweiser is going to be the one right at halftime, like yeah, the, but, one of those long commercials. Budweiser always goes on in the second half. <sighs> because those commercials are fucking oh, – excuse my language. Those are great commercials. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Pepsi. I'm going to go with Pepsi first commercial. Um, I, I, th- I think they got that one. Oh, I could also see like Truly or White Claw steal the shine too. Mm. So, mm, anyway. Maybe. Yeah. All right. So, all right, let's get to the game. Prediction time. Um, we'll do both the, the spread and the over under, um, the over under was 54 and a half spread. It was minus one and a half for the chiefs. Morris, uh, what are your, what are your takes on these? Ooh. I think this is going to be a great game, much better than last year high scoring, looking at, you know, high twenties, low thirties. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think Jimmy G is going to play really well. Um, the lights will not be too bright for him. I think both passing games will control the pace, especially in the second half as this game goes. I could see like a little feeling out process. It's kind of things are kind of moving slow early, and then they pick up before halftime, and then boom, um, it, you know, there's there's they're flying all over the field, big plays left and right in the second half. Um, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I think Andy gets his first that long elusive ring. Um, I'd be really happy for the guy if he did. Obviously, having the, having the ties to Philadelphia here and kind of him setting up the, the future and the foundation for the Eagles organization to what they are today, um, I think he wins it. I think Mahomes and Andy come through in the end. Um, probably will come down to a final possession on, on some end. Um, but I'm going to go Chiefs, 34, Niners, 29. I'm going to go – I'm going to go with the Chiefs uh, covering this one. I think I expect it to be high scoring, but not as high scoring as you, Morris. Uh, I think it's going to be Chiefs 28, Niners 24. 
a reason I'm picking that score is because I'll win a thousand dollars. That's the case in a box. Uh, <laughs> but and I get to see the 49ers lose, which will be nice. Uh, but I do think this game will be closer to many think, although I can see it going the Chiefs blowing them out, but I don't think that will realistically happen. Uh, what's the over under at 54 and a half? So, you know, hammer the off, over based off that score, I'm going to pick the under. Oh, geez. 28-24. I think it started at like 52. And now it's all the way up to 54 and a half. Yeah, so based off of my score, 28 52 points. Yeah, that's the under. All right. Um, so I'm going to go with the Niners. Um, I'm rooting for the Chiefs, and I'm rooting for Andy Reid and the Chiefs and Mahomes. Um, but for some reason, I just think the Niners are going to win this game. It's going to piss a lot of people off. But – uh. Actually, you know, you know, it might make a lot of people happy. I mean, four and twelve previous season, little great turnaround. But um, go, gonna go with the Niners in a in a one point game. Wow, 31-30, 49ers. Woo. Last second field points. goal. Robbie Gold at the horn. Or? Last second field goal. Last second something. Some wow. walk off type of thing. Always, always I could with, see it being that. Always with the crazy endings, you know? Always with the crazy endings. Hey, you know, if they hit, I look I look like a genius. So, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, that, that's when we roll with. So, obviously, hitting hitting that over. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm all in on Moser, guys. That's that that's my guy. Um, Morris, who, who's the guy you're all in on this week? What's your, Who's your guy? Uh, Sammy Watkins, man. He's gonna, okay. He's going to go Fair. off. It's a good one. It's a good one. I like him. I like him too. Mine's just going to be is Mahomes. I, I hope I want to see him win a Super Bowl because I think he's going to be, you know, he's going to be the next quarterback we talk about year after year that, you know, this guy is going to be in it. You know, I expect some AFC championship runs for a long time, him being in them and hopefully another few Super Bowls against my Packers, of course. But uh, I do expect him to be. Not the next Tom Brady, but in some sort of level like that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, you can't go wrong with picking Mahomes there. Um, all right, who's? Let's see, I got one, one more. Um, who is a guy that doesn't get a lot of a uh, lot of burn, but will have some sort of impact in this game, either offensively, defensively, special teams? Um, oh. I'm I'm going with Demarcus Robinson. I think he's going to do have a big play. For some reason, he's just in my head. I'm like, he's going to catch or go on a jet sweep for 90 yards or something like that. So he, he's he's my unsung hero this week. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to go Brita. I think with Coleman being banged up, um, Mostert will probably not have the same success he did last week. They'll be looking to divvy up those carries. I think Brita has kind of been – hasn't really been heard from the last, uh, you know, month or two, you know, after kind of having a good start to the season. Um, I think he could break out in this one. So I can't pronounce his name, uh, but the 49ers fullback, I think, has a game-changing Ooh, block. Use check. Use check. It's not that hard. I like that. Yeah, that's not hard. It looks I would, hard, but it's not I hard to pronounce. I would have 100% butchered that. Um, <laughs> but I do think he has a game-changing block that puts – this is how I think the game is going to end. I think the game is going to end with him having to block, 49ers go up 24-21, Mahomes leads them down the field, scores a touchdown, and it's over. All right. All fair thoughts. 
Um, he could even have a catch. They get involved in the passing yeah, game. He, yeah, he gets involved in the passing game yeah. a little bit. No, I, I want to see him knock somebody out. I want to see, see old school fullback. Yeah, I want to see, see him knock a linebacker that. out. That could happen. I, I can see that happening. Um, all right. Well, man, a lot, a lot of stuff that we covered. Um, got, I'm so ready for this game on Sunday. Whipping up. Oh, last one. What's our favorite uh, Super Bowl dish? Super Wings. Bowl meal. None Morris, better. you said wings. Yeah. Both Sunday. Uh, Miller Lite. <laughs> That's not Jesus Christ. A yeah. food, Dom. My, mine. <laughs> inhale. I mean, yeah, you're going to inhale 15 Miller Lights, but you're going to eat too, I know. Uh, that's debatable. Uh, I don't like to eat when I drink. <laughs> <laughs> mine is uh, a combination of my famous chili along with some Coronas. Uh, it'll, it'll be a good night. Um, work will be a little groggy on Monday um, <laughs> if I show up. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, want to remind you guys, uh, visit us at jogermac.com, the home of the underdog. Um, follow us on Twitter at jogermachq. We follow our personal at play sneaky. Um, we will do some, uh, some lineup settings on there, you know, a little competition between us three. Um, you know, put some put some last minute prop bets on there for you guys to, to vote on. And uh, yeah, man, looking whew, it's going to be a great game on Sunday. Looking forward to it. Um, everyone, stay safe. Uh, have a designated driver for Sunday. Um, take the half day off of work if if you so please. Uh, petition at your job for the day off um, across the nation, which would be great. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll have an article out for on Saturday for the games with our finalized lineup. And uh, man, looking forward to a great Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a doozy. Can't wait, can't wait. Last game for another seven months, boys. So let's uh, let's cherish it. Well, we got the XFL breaking. Oh, don't Jesus, forget. Don't give me that. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> go go go, DC Defenders. Yeah. You know, I would. The New York team is the Guardians, so I guess I'm a Guardians fan now, huh? It's all college basketball and NBA for the next few months after this. And oh. your, uh, your pirates are not looking great right now, Bob. They're down three. Just give yeah. it up. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, see you. Hmm. You know what? Let's do two weeks. See everyone in two weeks. Actually, you know what? See you one, everyone after Super Bowl. We'll do a little recap. And then uh, following week, we'll do a couple NBA podcasts. How, how's that sound? Sounds beautiful. Sounds great. All right. See you next week. Thank you.